think Sid would go out with me. <laughs> no, I don't at all. No. You know what I think it is? You know, I think it's her father. You know, why can't they find her pops, man? Because he's probably dead. His body will come popping up in the last reel somewhere. Eyes gouged out, fingers cut off, teeth knocked out. See, the police are always off track. If they'd watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. <laughs> I love it. You know it, right? Matthew Lillard, Jamie Kennedy. Love it. Great dialogue and scream. Yes. Good job. <laughs> Way to go. Yes, sir. Ego starting yes, sir. off with a big win already in week eight for the Fantasy Football Junkies. It's season two. Week eight, and we're super excited to uh, to get you guys going. And man, it's Halloween weekend, and there's a lot of scary going on in fantasy football world. Let me just tell you right now. Okay? And we'll probably talk about a lot of it today with your Thursday night fantasy. I think there's a ton of scary just in that Thursday night game alone. I mean, yes. we'll we'll get to the scary that is coming up on Thursday night. Uh, booms and busts. There could be some scary, scary busts coming up this week for your players. So pay attention, especially with the big buys that are that are that are that are this week. You know, I mean, I think it's just two teams, though, right? There's only two teams yeah, on right. buy this week, which is strange because I think there's Chargers like Chiefs. six next right, week. Right, but it's Chargers Chiefs. It's lots of guys, so right. it's a lot of the biggest names. Uh, waiver wire, nothing too scary there, unless you have to pick up some of these guys, and I'm going to mention in just a little bit. I'm I'm kind of doing that right now, uh, trying to plug and play because I've got Mahomes, Eckler, Mike Williams that are on the bench this week. Um, and then we'll get to yes or BS. I got some pretty good yes or BS, and I think one of them is going to be pretty scary for you to answer. Oh, good. Since one of them is about your favorite team. Uh, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> that was but, not pretty last week, man. No, but I, but I, but I, but I give you uh, some hope, all right, with one okay. of the yes or BS questions, okay? And then Ego's Extra Point, of course, wrapping up the Fantasy Football Junkies, Season 2, Week 8. That is Ego. I am Bonzi. Let's get started with the Thursday night football focus, all right? This game tomorrow night, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Baltimore Ravens. I bet you right now, and I think we did actually, we might have, because I think we did a couple of times mentioned how Thursday night games have always been way better than the Monday night games. Uh, Yeah. And you and I had said, I think, man, look at there some of the games. There were a couple games. real stinkers in there, though, back-to-back, right? Yeah, Thursday yeah, night. but I mean, I remember, I remember looking at it going, man, look at this game. But look by at and this large, game. Yes. And I think we talked about this game. Man, look at the Buccaneers in in the in the uh, the Ravens man coming up in week that could be a huge huge game which it still is a huge huge game for both these teams um, more so I think for the Buccaneers. I mean did let let I'll just read what I've got prepped here first before I let I feel like this is going to be a long discussion okay the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been flailing and and may have bottomed out after another abysmal performance. And every time you think Tom Brady's hit rock bottom, it just gets worse. 21 to 3 to the lowly Carolina Panthers. However, their offense is still filled with recognizable fantasy uh, players and point producers Brady, Fournette, Godwin, Evans. Is it time to bet on these big names to bounce back in our lineups? Tomorrow night, uh, the Buccaneers are going to be hosting Baltimore, and the Ravens have hopscotched between wins and losses. Just, I mean, it's kind of been one of those weird seasons for them as well. Uh, who would have thought running back Gus Edwards would be the guy 
in Baltimore right now. He could be another prime choice again tomorrow night. My top pick, though, for tomorrow night's fantasy point stud is obviously going to be Lamar Jackson. Uh, after a fast start to the season, Jackson's cooled off a bit. He's been running the ball a lot, though, and he's still running the ball effectively. Uh, last week against Cleveland, he threw just 16 passes and finished with just 120 yards through the air. But he also ran 10 times and almost for 60 yards. So overall, Jackson has completed about 61% of his passes for 1,400 yards and 13 TDs. He also has the longest run by any player this season, an 80-yard touchdown run against the Dolphins in Week 2. Although his numbers have slid over the past few weeks, he's faced the lowest pressure rate from any opposing defensive front, which is 17.9% of the of the game. I mean, it's not a lot. And that's even going back to like 2019. Right. The offensive line is good for Lamar Jackson. It is not for Tom Brady. And I'll talk about a stat for Tom Brady here in just that he's never experienced. Should be, I think, a big night for Mark Andrews if he is healthy. Okay. In week seven, Andrews had a season low of only just two targets. But I think we even talked about that last week. Uh, second most targeted player at the position with with 59 looks, but but he looks to also you know get back on track against this this uh, Tampa Bay team. Um, Tampa Bay has given up 11 most yards to opposing tight ends this year. Last week against a talented strapped Carolina uh, side, the Buccaneers let Tommy Tremble only reception go for 29 yards and a touchdown in the Panthers win. I was starting them. The two targets that Andrew saw last week were his fewest since his rookie season but he still plays on almost 90% of the offensive snaps. Sure to be a main focus of the offensive strategy tomorrow night. Now for the Bucks, you obviously know like I'm not a fan of Brady. Uh, I don't think his teammates are right now either. I really, really don't. Yeah, they hate him as much as you do. I'm pretty sure. Look yeah. at that ball drop last week. I mean, it just, I, mean I, I, I shouldn't say ball dropped. Balls dropped. Or balls that players didn't even look like they were trying on. Which that Dude, if Mike Evans doesn't out. drop that ball... That whole game is different potentially. I disagree. I I think that 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 does change a little bit of yeah. the game, but I don't think just the, listen to this. Listening. I'm not trying to. You know what? I'm just going to get right to it because I can't. I mean, I can't save the stat for the busts. It's too good of a stat, and we'll talk about it again during the bust. Okay. I was right on Tom Brady last week. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to be right on him again this week. The dude. Th- this is something. <laughs> when I heard this. I think it was I heard it on Monday morning when I was watching a fantasy recap uh, blog. I did not believe it. There's no way. I immediately looked it up, and it was right. Tom Brady has the quickest release rate he's ever had in his career. Yeah. 2.22 seconds. That is the worst in the NFL by far. Tom Brady's never had under a 3.2 in his career. Release rate, like getting rid of the ball after the snap? Getting rid of the ball. Okay. Two seconds. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Even for Tom Brady. And they were saying Aaron Rodgers is the other one suffering that. You know, he's not at 2.2. I think he was at like 2.9. He was right around 3. But they go on, you know, they, they, you know, those drops that they take, the way that the you know, quarterbacks step back and take their three-step drops, their six-step drops, their rollout drops. They try to add seconds to their throwing time, right? Yeah. Tom Brady does not do that. He does not. He's one of those quarterbacks that doesn't try to add more time. He's just never done that. He's, a, you know, that's a bad thing for him. And if there's any player 
that that I'm and I'm making sure to start for Tampa Bay, it's going to be Lenny Fournette. I mean, he's the only one I feel like can maybe get Tampa Bay's offense. You know, he's known for bounce back games, and and when the passing game is in a pop apocalypse mode, which which is what it is, the running game has to do something tomorrow night versus the Ravens. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be the big focus tomorrow night. So those are my thoughts. I would not stop. You know, you look at the the list of quarterbacks in front of Tom Brady, and dude, I'm telling you right now, it's 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 scary. He's not a starter. No, he's not. He's uh, statistically, I think he's like 14 or 15 in total points for fantasy quarterbacks. If you look at average, uh, he's he's even lower than that. Right. right? So no, uh, Tom Brady's not a starter at this point. Lamar Jackson, just to kind of circle back from what you said about the Ravens. Um, Man, he had a, in six point for passing touchdown leagues. The first three weeks, he was like thirty points, fifty mm-hmm. points, fifty points, and then just twenty, like right on the nose, like twenty points, twenty points, mm-hmm. and then I think twenty three, and then last week was eleven. So, I I feel like he bounces back. You talked about how he doesn't face pressure. That's because teams know. One of the worst things to do with Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is send a blitz. <laughs> right, right. And get hit, like, just motivate him to get moving with right. his legs because that's when he makes things happen, either by taking off and running the ball or buying himself more time and buying his receivers more time mm-hmm. to get open. So the best thing to do with Lamar Jackson is to fall back in coverage and not not flush him out of the pocket and right. get him moving. So um, that that's, yes, a little bit of offensive line play and also that's defensive scheme which is it's just not smart. But see, I've got Lamar Jackson as my number four overall quarterback for this week okay. in week eight. Sure. Um, the other guys I have in front are, of course, Josh Allen, yeah. Jalen Hurts, and I've got Joe Burrow ahead of Lamar Jackson. Well, how could week. you not? It guy's so, on fire I mean, Dude's on fire. Dude's insane. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Jackson has a huge, huge game tomorrow night. I think that, like, it's weird because you talked about, okay, we looked at this game earlier, and it's, Oh, this is a big game, and it and it is for different but, reasons, but right. not why we thought. Right. It's a big game because it's like, man, how bad are the Bucks? Right? Like, are we, what are we going to see here? It's, it's more than the offensive line too, and I think that you, you, we have to address that again. Like I said, with with Mike Evans, you know, um, Mike Evans is is a stud, and, yeah, and, and he's been a stud. He's not doing anything for fantasy points right now, and Godwin stud, Fournette stud. Tom Brady, stud, but are these guys all failing because Tom Brady's failing? I would say I, Mike Evans last week, even though he dropped that big touchdown pass, targeted 15 times, caught nine of them, 96 yards. I mean, that's not a dud. That could have but been, if you're only getting half point PPR, could, you're still double digits. That's still, I mean, you're 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 wanting more out of that. Yeah, I way mean, more. Nine catches. He's a, he's a he's a wide receiver two right. Ninety six yards. Which he should be a wide receiver one. What's easily. that like thirteen and a half points or right. something? That's so. For me, this week against Baltimore, who's giving up, I think the twenty sixth, um, like most points mm-hmm. in the league against opposing wide receivers. I think he's top fifteen wide receiver. I'm, yeah, I'm okay if with Tom starting, Brady can be Tom Brady. I'm okay with starting Evans, and I'd probably be okay with starting Godwin, who who's seeing quite a bit of targets. I'd start Godwin over Evans. I wouldn't. I would. He hasn't. He's been back for a few games now. I think too many referees are going to be asking for for Mike Evans' autograph he, to, for yeah, him to pay attention. What, what was that? <laughs> but I would start. I mean, I'd start four night four nets in every week. Start. Yeah. And then I'd I'd feel safe starting both. What do you receivers. feel about Rashad Bateman? What's the what's the what's the story on him? Because you know he was he was brought back last week. and yeah. He didn't look bad. 
Um, I, and I think the numbers on Rashad Bateman were, you know, he caught a few passes and and looked pretty good. I know that I know that Lamar Jackson loves a healthy Rashad Bateman. And full point for passing or, or for a PPR, he had eight point two points mm-hmm. last week. He saw five targets, four catches. The problem with Bateman is the targets. They're never there. The guy's such a big play guy, and he's dealing with a nagging injury. Mm-hmm. So I think his ankle's still hurt or his foot is still hurt. Um, as far as I know, he's going to play. But to me, Bateman is a, a start like if you have to. But I'm not going out of my way to get him in my lineup. Right. And I've got him in a couple of leagues, and I am not going out of my way to get right. him in yeah, my I'm lineup. Yeah, I'm not starting in one of my leagues. You know, I, it's if I have to, I will. I did in a league um, last week. I had to start him. And I was like, oh, okay, eight points. You yeah. know, eh. All right, it's not a goose egg. He didn't Michael Gallup me. Right, right. <laughs> who I also started in another league over Rashad Bateman, where if and I if you're unable to pick up Olave, like we told you to right. do, I mean, golly. I had so many people text me and say, thanks for that one, dude. Thanks for that one. Olave. You know, that was great. You yeah, know? no, he's the number one. Yeah. You have to plug him in. Right. He's every week. So for tomorrow night, it could be, I think, again, another fun, fun game, but it also oh, could Mark be Andrews, another Mark stick. Andrews. Yeah. I think he's still... He's injured, man, but he's playing through it. But I think he's... Yeah, he's playing through it. He played yeah. through it last week. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, and, you know, he, he only had two catches last week. Bottom line is, if he takes the field, it, you have to start him. It doesn't right. matter if he's playing through injury or not, right. because the potential is always there for him to still be Mark Andrews, right. even if... Even if for some reason he's only in goal line situations or red zone, then right. he's he's got the potential to, to find the end zone once or twice. So you have to start him if he's playing. All right, that does it for Thursday Night uh, Fantasy Football Focus. Now let's get to our Week 8 booms and busts. Uh, we'll start off with the quarterback, as we always do, for our booms. I got Daniel Jones at Seattle. I tried picking him up as a stream starter this week because I've got Wandale uh, Jones on my on my Robinson. team, Robinson. Why did I say Jones? Let's come looking at Daniel Jones. Yeah, name. it's cool, man. That's so what, I, um, that's what am what, I here, here for? If not yeah. to correct, hold my you. hand. To yeah, hold my hand. I got you, buddy. I got so you. I wanted to double up with Jones and, and Robinson this sure. week. Um, it, you know, the dude finds a way to, to get points, not just fantasy points, but on the field too. Playing within the confines of the offense, Jones is able to put together a nice day. Effective when uh, given time, making routine throws. Uh, if Jones could have games like this every week, he might be a fantasy starter every week. But can you trust this team? And I think, Ego, you and I both just said, we can't, we, we, uh, what's going on it with the New York sense. Giants? It doesn't make sense. He faces a Seattle defense, though, in Week 8 uh, that allows 150 rushing yards per contest, which is 29th in the NFL. And hello, Jones, I couldn't believe this, had 100 yards and a touchdown rushing last week. He is my number one stream QB this week at Seattle. If he's out there, he True. he's been the sexy pickup. Yeah. Um, and statistically, fantasy wise, it hasn't been but these last couple of weeks where it's been like, oh yeah, I can get him in my lineup. Right. There's something going on there, man. I, I think it's Brian Dable. If you well, yeah. If you look at what what he did when Josh Allen came into the league, he wasn't Josh Allen. He was highly inaccurate. I mean, it was they thought maybe they would that Buffalo would have to go find another quarterback. And then he became Josh Allen. Now Brian Dable is in New York. Daniel Jones, at the last few seasons, like, do they have a quarterback or mm-hmm. no? And now all of a sudden they're winning a bunch of games. Right. Daniel Jones seems to somehow be making better decisions, more efficient, more productive. I don't think he's Josh Allen, but I think Daniel Jones might be uh, might be okay. And unlike what I think the Packers do with their receivers, the Giants know what they have. 
The Packers, I don't think they know what they have, and they have them doing yeah. things that they should not be doing. Does that make sense? Oh, man. The Giants are well coached, I feel like, and they know, hey, man, I, we don't have any of these you know, stud-wide receivers that can do these amazing, crazy plays. Let's just get these 14-yard – that's their deep route, 14-, 15-yard route. I think Wandale might be one of these stud-wide receivers that can make these crazy yeah. plays once – I mean, he's only been back for a couple of games, right, right, right. and he's a rookie. I feel like that's a dude, if you're in a keeper league, a dynasty league, oh, yeah, for sure. you have to have him. Yep. Um, but one thing that the Giants did that was super like respectable, they're paying Kenny Galladay a ton of money. <laughs> And they're like, nah, man, beat it. Yeah. You're not helping us right. get off the field. We don't even want you. I don't care how much money we're right. giving you. Not helping us win. Yeah. A lot of teams will, if they're paying a guy a big, huge contract. Stick with him no matter what. They, yeah, keep him yeah. out there. So, yeah, credit to the Giants. That yeah, was a, sure. That's a tough move. Running back boom this week. I've got Raheem Mostert at Detroit. He's put over 100 total yards and scored in two what a stud. of his last three games for the Dolphins. And in week eight... He's going to get a Lions D that has given up uh, almost 130 yards per game to running backs in 2022. It's the second highest total in the league. I think he has strong, strong chance to be in another stud this week. It's unbelievable, man. I, like, he was on my Niners team for a long time, couldn't stay healthy. Now he goes to Miami, and he's just workhorse, give the guy the ball, all that. I mean, he, now I'm trying to remember who the bat is. Chase Edmonds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just... Take a seat, Chase yep. Edmonds, Ricky <laughs> Moster. What's he, 31 years old? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, unreal. Another boom at wide receiver. I got T. Higgins at Cleveland. Now, Higgins had seen at least seven targets in each of his healthy outings this season for the Bengals. In Week 8, he gets a Cleveland defense that's given up 150 passing yards per game to wide receivers, which ranks in the middle of the pack. But with Cleveland having to focus on Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, I, again, like big numbers for Higgins, and this is when Burrow catches fire in the middle of a season, man. You don't know how many touchdowns this guy is going to throw. I think T. Higgins, again, puts up great numbers, and I feel like all three of these receivers this week at Cleveland could put up double-digit numbers. Joe Burrow had 31 passing attempts in Week 4. That was his lowest of the season. Yeah. There, he's just chucking the ball, yeah. man. Um, so yeah, any any pass catcher in Cincinnati, if you have him, plug him in. Yep. Burrow's throwing the ball around like crazy, and last week completed eighty one percent of his passes for four hundred eighty yards and three touchdowns. He is dissecting defenses mm-hmm. and uh, and looking like an absolute just stud. Bengals might make another run. Yeah, I know it's crazy yeah. to say that. Yeah, again. yeah. All right, my week eight uh, boom for tight end. I got Mr. Zach Ertz at Minnesota. He had four targets in Arizona's last game, averaging 9.5 targets over his previous five. So he should retain a high-scoring floor in a week eight matchup against the Vikes D that's given up almost 60 yards per game and the fifth most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. I think Kyler Murray, uh, again, comes out and says, look, um, with what's going on at running back, the question marks that are there, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I think, helped out a lot. I think having him back again opens up a lot of space for Zach Ertz, and uh, I think Zach Ertz is your boom tight end this week. Yeah, um, kind of sneakily, Zach Ertz is the number three tight end in fantasy this season, just in total Overall, points scored. Right? In total yeah. points scored, right? There's a couple guys like, um, oh, uh, Taysom Hill, <laughs> TJ Hawkinson mm-hmm. that are averaging more um, points per week, but... Week in, week out, 
I mean, this guy's getting you double-digit fantasy points behind only Kelsey and Andrews in total points scored for tight ends. So, yeah, Zach Ertz, I would have I never thought it going in. I would have had him as more of a low-end uh, starter, but he's turns out he's one of the elite. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tight ends, man. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I, I, My bust now, let's get to the bust list. I, I mentioned it earlier. I was right on Tom Brady last week. I feel like I'm going to be right again tomorrow. Uh, he's my major bust for Thursday Night Football. Failed to throw multiple touchdowns now in six of seven games this year. That also has only happened to him one other time, and I think it was seven games. So if he doesn't throw multiple touchdowns in tomorrow night's game, that'll be the first time in his career. Well, Spoiler not, it'll alert. be the second time Yeah, for yeah. That, that it hasn't happened. Um, week 8 matchup going against the Baltimore D that has allowed a lot of points this year to opposing quarterbacks, but... All those quarterbacks, though, they are not over 45 years old. <laughs> they do not have an O-line that does not like their quarterback. And the 2.2 seconds is ridiculous when going against any D. I don't care who it is. It's by far, in the NFL, far worse than the NFL. It's the worst in Brady's career. We talked about it earlier, man. It's just it's it's an apocalypse right now in, in Tampa Bay. Um, and I, I am shocked, not just how bad they are this year, but how different their team is this year than last year. Sure. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Brady has always been a guy who doesn't take hits. So he, I mean, it, he's 45 and still playing quarterback in the NFL. There's a reason for that because he doesn't get touched because he's smart enough to get rid of the ball before the pressure gets there. So... If he's getting rid of the ball in just over two seconds this season, it's because he has to. Because he's like, oh, I'm going right, to either right. get destroyed or I'm going to get rid of this football. Right. So they've got to find a way to buy him a little more time to uh, to make better decisions. To me, I I agree he's a bust this week. I already said earlier he would not be a, he's not a starter. He's not a fantasy starter. My question to you would be, that's kind of a layup, right? So A layup bust, you think? Yeah. Don't you think? Kind of a uh, no, bust? no, because I also think that, that Brady is one of those guys, too. Like I said about Leonard Fournette, he's one of those bounce-back quarterbacks. Okay. Could Brady go for like 30 uh, points? I mean, I'm going to ask you here coming up in a minute. Um, you know, the projected points for Tom Brady, I was looking at that, too. Yeah. He's never averaged under 25 projected points in the last two fantasy football seasons. He's. I'm not even going to tell you what he's averaging right now because it's one of my yes or BS questions okay. coming up later on. All right. But I, I feel like... People don't want to put this quarterback like what you did. He's not a starter this He's week. not. This is why I'm going to continue to put him on that bus list to try to help you people out because I think you're going to fall victim to those people saying, oh, I got Tom Brady on my team. I'm going to put him in there. Oh, boy. Dude, you got to stop. I'll sit here. I'll list you 10 quarterbacks right now that I would start And that's what Tom I wanted Brady. to do. I wanted to say, okay, let's look at the Fantasy Pros top 10. Mm-hmm. They have Tom Brady in their top 10. Why? He's number nine in their rankings for this week. He's He's... In their top ten? He's in, dude, he is number nine. Here it is. Allen, Hurts, Lamar, Burrow, Kyler, Tua, Cousins, Dak, Brady, Daniel Jones. That's their top ten. They've got Brady in front of Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yep. And Derek Carr. And Derek Carr, yeah. Absolutely. I So my question would be, aside from Brady, which one of those guys is, is the top well, let's save that for our yes for or BS because, I mean, there's a lot of questions there about quarterbacks that yeah. I want to ask you. He's not a top-ten quarterback this week. There's no way, man. No. What what are they thinking? No. no. I mean, I, 
I'd, and that's I'd, why he's on my bus list. I'd Maybe the guys start, from Fancy Pros should be listening to our podcast. Yeah, no joke. Come I'd, on. I'd probably start Jimmy G yes. over him this week. Yes. Um, I'll give you another one coming up during Yes or BS. So okay. slow down on that because I've got some sleepers here for you. All right. I get excited. I know you do. Yeah. The yes or BS, I think you, you're going to love this. Okay. All right. So my running back bust, uh, this one may be a little bit deeper for you. I've got Jonathan Taylor down versus a Washington. Now, Ooh. Taylor racked up 85 from scrimmage and 17 touches in his return from the ankle injury last week. He'll likely be leaned on as the focal point of the Colts' offense in Week 8 against the Commanders as Indy tries to ease in their new starting QB and someone that uh, Ego told me to pick up and start this week, Sam Ellinger. So um, I, that ain't happening, all right? So <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's the Colts, all right? It's not... Um, it's not the Bengals. It's 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 not the the Chiefs. It's not the Buffalo Bills. It's it's not the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, this is not a great team right now. Um, and I feel like the Commanders. Uh, they've got some speed. They've got some guys that can rush and stop the run. So, Jonathan Taylor, if you're if you're hoping to get twenty fantasy points out of Jonathan Taylor this week, I'm sorry, it's gonna be a bust. If it happens. It'll have to be because he's catching balls also because Washington allowing like 118 yards per game on the ground and have only allowed three touchdowns right. rushing right. on the season. However, I mean, they are horrible against the pass. Mm-hmm. The only team that's allowed more passing touchdowns is Kansas City, the league leading 17. But Washington's allowed 14 passing touchdowns mm-hmm. on the season, which which is why I was like, I mean, because you were digging deep for quarterbacks, so mm-hmm. yeah. Just to just to <laughs> kind of throw I ain't that starting out. no Sam Ellinger. I'll we, tell you that. Yeah, right but now. your other options were who? And because I you, had Carr, you, you, Jones, okay, Gino. You said you said because Ego told me to put Sam Ellinger in my you lineup. Did. Like, you told I, me to put him in. That was the I first name that you guy. came out. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's all relative, right? Because right, it's right, not right, right. I would start Brady over Ellinger. Okay. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> but, I didn't make that a yes or BS question. Yeah, but you know, those other guys, I mean, Daniel Jones is probably the top guy right. out of those, but you and said then, you couldn't get him, right? If, right. And if you look at running backs that are that are gonna be bust this week, I mean, there is a lot of like bad matchups yeah. for, for running backs this week. Like Dalvin Cook doesn't have the best matchup. Alvin Kamara doesn't have Damian Pierce. But Damian just, Pierce has a horrible matchup yeah, this week. I know, and I just feel like that those guys still can, uh, you know, overcome some of those 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 defenses better than Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to do, just because of the matchup and just because of the quarterback and offensive situation. So that's why he's on my bus. How crazy is it that the Colts are just like? Not only are we going to start this kid over Matt Ryan, they already declared yeah. Matt Ryan is done, done for the season. Yeah, done, done. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad we didn't put him in the no top ten. No matter what happens, Matt Ryan's not going to be our quarterback, regardless of any situation that might occur. No, Matt Ryan. Now, my wide receiver bust is going to be. I I think I'm totally wrong on this, but but hear me out, okay? I can't even. Again, this Hold is on. one of those that I can't even say. Okay. <laughs> You said I think I'm wrong on this. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm 100 percent wrong. You're on this. scared you will be wrong on this. I'm scared I'm going to be totally wrong. Okay, on this. but if I'm right, you're going to hear me next week. Be like, dude, I told you. That's a way to cover both All sides, right. Yes. right there. Nice and yeah. I've got Justin Jefferson versus the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Why do you think I have Justin Jefferson down as a bust Bruh. this week versus the Arizona Cardinals? That I don't know because it's Justin <laughs> Jefferson and that guy is amazing. So. Well, he's got three straight hundred yard games. All right, he's uh, you know going to probably put up double digit targets again. I think he did it in, in the four 
four straight. Is it double digits for him, target-wise? Might uh, be. I'm sure, yeah. Um, and he's going up against a, a Cardinals D that allowed its first 100-yard receiver last week. And they're starting to pick apart this Arizona defense, our, our wide receivers. So everything lining up for Ju- Justin Jefferson to have a huge, huge game against the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to go the opposite way. Okay. It's just going to happen. Because? Because that's how fantasy football works. <laughs> because football. Because, <laughs> no, not football. That's how fantasy football works. Okay? I've had literally four people talk about Justin Jefferson and how he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. I don't disagree with that. Okay. I think he might be one of the best. Okay? But I feel like this week is the week where it comes out and you're going to really need points from Justin Jefferson, and it's not going to happen. So just be ready for it, people. I mean, Arizona has allowed 12 passing touchdowns on the season. They're mm-hmm. in the bottom half. Um, but I, he's not catching touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I. He's he's. What's he have? He's got two on the season. Yeah. Man, that's not great. No, he's not catching touchdowns. I would have lost that bet. So there you go. I I assumed he was already he found the end zone four or five at, times at least five this times season. you would think. I don't have him in any of my teams. <laughs> right. And so, but. Right. Um, yeah, but he's seeing a lot of targets. I think uh-huh. he only had eight last right. week, but still. Um, Arizona's not letting receivers get yardage. They're just giving up touchdowns. Oh, yeah. So get ready, folks. Bench him. Big bust for Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Don't, do not bench this guy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dawson Knox is my bust um, versus Green Bay this week. And Knox, uh, you know, I love Knox. I really, really do. And I think Josh Allen loves Knox, but just for the I need two yards to get a first down. <laughs> That's what Josh Allen loves. All right. Um, he's yet to reach 45 yards in a game this season for the Bills. And in week eight, he gets a Packers D that's allowed just 28 passing yards per game to tight end. So it's the second lowest total in the league. And, you know, I feel like Knox last year, I, I, I started him. I grabbed him a couple times as a stream start last year. Yeah. Because the dude was catching touchdowns like crazy. Um, Allen just throws to everybody else. And he loves Davis. You know, he loves his. He's. It looks like Singletary is getting ready to take off in that backfield because he's catching the ball now, not just running. Uh huh. So I, I think Dawson Knox unfortunately kind of gets lost in the in the shuffle at, at Buffalo this week. Dawson Knox, like kind of low key, has been one of the biggest fantasy disappointments this year that yeah. no one's talking about mm-hmm. because last season he finishes as a top ten tight end. He was double digits more often than not. He had a few twenty point games. Last season, too, just like one of Josh Allen's favorite targets this season, 12.7 and full point PPR is his high. Mm-hmm. The then it was last week, it was his only week in double digits. Like this guy, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have him. No, you, I mean, be on your team. yeah, he if you've it, he could be maybe your backup tight end in case of you know, break glass in case of emergency with. Waller's been injured, and Joku just went down last week. Right. There's been a lot of injuries, but, man, you shouldn't be starting Dawson Knox. No, not at all, and that's a bust this week. So there you go, guys, uh, the booms and busts, the Thursday Night Fantasy Football Focus. Now it's time for the waiver wire, and we already talked about the Chiefs and Chargers being on the bye this week, so you might want to use some of these players to plug in and stream, okay? Uh, for quarterback waiver wire pickups, uh, Jamison Winston might be someone you look at this week if he's available because, you know, the Andy Dalton thing – over there, uh, you know, it, will he make his return this week? There's a lot of people saying he will, and they don't know how much he'll play. 
But if it's good, uh, you know, they're facing a Raiders D giving up the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So pick him up. If he starts, I would say keep him on your bench until like Saturday and see if he's going to get the start. Yeah. Put him on your put him on your team. Uh, your boy Sam Ellinger, uh, you know, from, from Washington, he was only owned by 1% of fantasy teams. Colts are reportedly, uh, again, like you said, moving on from Matt Ryan. And they're saying not just moving on. We're done with Ryan. It's going to be the Sam Ellinger show. So we'll see what happens in, in, in Indianapolis. My running back a waiver wire targets. Uh, again, Gus Edwards, I know he's rostered in almost 50% of leagues right now. He looks like the guy that's going to take over for J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he really he is. Does. Yeah, it's not Kenyon Drake. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is the other guy. If he's healthy, he looked excellent uh, last week with uh, with Christian McCaffrey being gone. Deontay Foreman didn't look bad either. So look at both of those guys, and let's see what they do this week. Jalen Warren in Pittsburgh. Warren's playing time and opportunities are obviously well behind Najee Harris, but he continues to sprinkle in 20% snap share in every game, which is crazy. So uh, stash Jalen Warren on your team. And then Jamichael Hasty in Jacksonville. Following Jacksonville's trade of James Robinson to the Jets, Hasty has automatically, boom, found himself elevated to running back two on the depth chart. He's just one Travis Etienne injury away from the cowbell role in that offense. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big one. Wide receiver, Marquise Godwin, Seattle. DK Metcalf, last week, uh, his injury, you know, that, that knee that they say, well, he's not too bad, but oh, wait, he's bad. Oh, wait, he's going to miss. Wait, wait, all of what's going on. Look for Marquise Godwin, or Goodwin, sorry. Adoree Jackson also, and Geno Smith loves him, some some Marquise Goodwin and Adoree uh, Jackson. Uh, Tyquan Thornton is yeah, another guy. We talked about you know, him last week. We talked week. about him last mm-hmm. week. He's still not being picked up by many. And Van Jefferson, uh, for those trying to plan ahead, Rams are on a bye week. Uh, the reports indicate we could expect Van Jefferson back in the starting lineup upon the return. L.A. is in dire need of a deep threat, and Jefferson might be that guy. Yeah, coming off the IR, um, they they need another. They mm-hmm. need somebody else to throw the ball to. So, and then Kate Otten, tight end, pick him up, streamer for Tampa Bay, and Greg Dulcich. Uh, uh, for for Denver, those are my uh, tight end streamers for this week in Week Eight, and that's Week Eight alone. Yeah, I I like it, and I've got a lot of those same names. Uh, Dulcich for sure, I like a lot, and I've also got Tyler Algier down. Yeah, yeah. If he's still out there and available, um, Atlanta last week, like losing all game, and I st- I think they still only threw the ball like ten or eleven times. It was ridiculous. Um, they are just committed to the run, and they don't care if they win games but they're going to hand the ball off. I like that quite a bit. And you mentioned, and I want to bring this up, you mentioned James Robinson, that big trade that yeah. happened. I mean, it's something I think we need to touch on. Obviously, uh, Brees Hall out for the season, if you haven't heard. And they made a big trade to bring James Robinson into town. Right. So if I have James Robinson on one of my rosters, you know what I'm doing right now? Selling. Yep. Selling high. His production has been slipping. I wanted to get this out now because I don't want to wait until Sunday for the other show that I do because that's too late. If yeah, you have you're right, him, you're right. If you have him, try to trade him right now because people are going to see Brees Hall production and project that onto James Robinson, and that's not happening. No. Right? So try to get something for him now if you can. All right. Now, yes or BS? Let's get to these three questions. I know Eagle's been waiting on these very patiently. One more. Josh yeah. Palmer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh Palmer. But Josh Palmer, by a lot of people, like I, when I looked at that, he's not available in a lot of leagues because people had him on their team sure. and then maybe dropped him, maybe did not drop him. Right. But Josh Palmer, if he is out there, yes, and they're pick on, him they're up. They're on by this week, too, yeah. but but especially now because Mike Williams. Three to four weeks, man. Is yeah, is out for a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know Herbert's going to throw the ball to somebody. Yeah. 
All right, yes or BS. Here we go Hit now. Me. Our number one yes or BS question. Tom Brady, yes or BS, has over 20 fantasy points tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, BS. <laughs> it's just, there's, it's broken there, man. I don't, I'm not, I don't think a, a bounce back is happening on a short week. And that's the main thing. I I think he will he will rebound at some point this season. And, I don't think and he's be, rebounding and be a little bit better. I think he's done. But um, I Tampa know. Bay is done. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think I think Fournette. I'm hoping I, I didn't lose all of my uh, value in Fournette because I'm gonna try to get rid of him next week. Sure. You know because I, I he's my only running back this week with buys. So I got to get rid of Fournette while he's still got some value, man. Yeah. I I think. Well, I think it's gonna get better than well certainly better than it was last week. Yeah. But. Um, no, not this week. Okay. Not on a short week. No, nope. Yes or BS. I should start Trevor Lawrence or Jimmy Garoppolo over Aaron Rodgers this week. <laughs> I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say yes. Be- uh, these are hard ones this because, week. Yeah, because Green Bay is broken also. And to me, I mean you saw Romeo Dobbs just dropping balls yeah. last week like <laughs> To me, Aaron Rodgers. Romeo, dude. There he is. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. Right. And they're like, that's. They're going against Buffalo. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. He has nobody to throw the ball to. Right. Jimmy G's got uh, LA. Yeah, he's got the Rams. Yeah. And the Rams so, haven't been great. No. Um, and, and boy, does Garoppolo have weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So. And this is the other one I want to talk about the other weapon he's got. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, people picked him up yeah. or, or, or traded, not picked him up, but traded for him maybe uh, last week. He he looked great sure. on his few carries that he got, all right? But so did Chuba Hubbard and so did Deontay Foreman. So my yes or BS question is, do either one, Chuba Hubbard or Deontay Foreman, combine for more fantasy points on the rest of the season? Over Christian McCaffrey. Wait, so combine. So no, no, no I'm saying do, like Chuba Hubbard. Okay. okay or Deion. Like to put do those, either of either, them. Either outscore. one of them. Do either one of the running backs for Carolina score more fantasy points than Christian McCaffrey? Yes or BS? I say they do. I oh. say one of them do. No BS. Neither of those guys is outscoring Christian McCaffrey on the rest of the season. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna save this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Market. Yeah. The, yeah. Nope. No. I'll tell you why. Because for one, he's much better than both of them. Assuming health, right? Also, the Niners will move the ball more and be in the red zone more and and have more goal line opportunities than Carolina. Yeah, it's just it's opportunity and skill. Okay. Yeah. It, why why do you say yes though? Because I think he's gonna get hurt again. I really okay. Do. I okay. Mean, like, so barring injury like, is yeah, what I said. Like I was listening to some podcast. Uh, I, I listened to the blog on Monday. What was it? The podcast Tuesday yesterday. Yeah, and I didn't realize, you know, how many games the guy has not played. You know, in the past three seasons. Yeah, it's, man, it's nuts. And, yeah. and just overall in his career, he's missed just a lot. Like, wow. I mean, if he gets hurt, obviously, yeah. But barring injury. I'm not hoping for any to get hurt. I'm just no. asking you a yes or BS question. Yeah, okay. You know, I wasn't saying plan for McCaffrey to get hurt. Okay. Saying, but if you're a fantasy owner and you're like, oh my God, you know, McCaffrey's going to take my team to the Super Bowl and, and you're just going to sit back and relax, you can't do that. You can't ever just sit back well, no. and put your, your team on cruise control. You better. You better pay attention, yep. all right, and keep following what we're telling you guys, all right. So there she goes. Uh, lots of info and some scary, scary stuff. If you're a, a Tom Brady owner for sure, or an Aaron Rodgers owner, 
Uh, Ego's Extra Point is up next, and um, we'll wrap up week number eight. Are we ready? Yes, sir. Okay, we're recording. All right. Ego's Extra Point this week. So we are week eight. So the trade deadline in a lot of leagues um, is either coming up now or uh, or here in the next few weeks. So I want to try to help you make some trades happen because we talked about this before on this show. Trades are tough to pull off. Um, you you really have to, and this is the main thing, look at the roster of your potential trade partner and make your trade based on that, right? Because it can't just be in a vacuum. You know, this package for that package, it's a fair trade. Everybody walks away. If I am low at running back, and I've only got a couple of running backs, but I'm loaded at receiver, I don't need your stud receiver, regardless of how fair of a trade it is. So look and see who needs what and make your trades based on that. I've had too many trades come through sent to me that I've had to reject where owners have said, hey, man, that's a fair trade. I'm hooking you up. And they're right. But I don't need that for my team. So you have to always look. And too many people, I think, just send out blanket trades to everybody and just send them out to do it. You have to. The main thing is to look and see what the other team needs to make that trade. And now, before you know, we're a few weeks away from the playoff push, more important than ever to try to bolster those spots in your lineup. And the way to do that is to see what other teams need to make that trade. So what is your tip then, your ego's extra point on, if I need a running back badly, where should I start? If you need a running back badly, um, where, where you should start is... Look at your roster and say, where am I strong? Where, I get, okay, go where, ahead. where do I have uh, a, somebody I can I can afford to get rid of and still have a good starting lineup? Do I have three stud receivers, right? And then look at look around your look at take the time look at all of the other rosters. Who's got a running back that doesn't even have to play every week? You know who has three or four running backs because there's somebody in your league who just by dumb luck has you know three, four, maybe five starting running backs that they can't even plug in every week. And then you make a move with that player. Yeah. You say, hey, here's a here's a receiver. This you're not even starting this running back. He's on your bench. I could use him. You could use a little help at your receiver. Right. Here you go. Right, and and that, that that's a good ego's extra point is to look at the rosters of your person that you're trying People to trade with. People don't do it, man. You're right, but I think it's also it's so hard and it differs so many times. We've talked about it. it's so hard making trades with teams, you know, especially when if I need a running back really really bad, and I'm looking at your team and I'm thinking I'm going to pull that Dalvin Cook or I'm going to pull that Eckler from you, it's not going to happen, okay? Unless you're willing to give up a two for one. And I don't even know if even a two for even one, then. even if you're doing a two for one, when people, I hate when people start talking about, look at the total points, look at the total points. Exactly. I don't, I don't like that. Okay. So um, you're, you're, you're probably not going to pull that off. So if you need a running back really bad, you kind of need to do what Ego just said. How Look at the points that your running backs combined are getting you. And then go look at a team that's got some running backs that could be a starter on your team. It might not be an Eckler. You know, if you, you it if you're probably looking, won't. It, yeah, you're looking at these running backs. It might be an Aaron Jones or a Miles Sanders or a Raheem Mostert. You know, it might be some of these running backs that are down in the 15 to 20 range. But I guarantee you, if you've got on your team right now, um, AJ Dillon and Antonio Gibson, guess what? That those guys like Devin Singletary 
and Raheem Mostert are starting over those two guys. Absolutely. And you're right. Don't even don't waste your time targeting the big name guys. Right. Don't try to get it. If somebody has Austin Eckler on their team, I know and you know from experience, yeah. you, you mean you're good They're luck, untouchable. Good luck yeah. prying him from my, and, cold, and I hate, my and I hate, cold debt. Yeah. And I hate people saying no one's untouchable. Well, yes, not true. they are. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trading Patrick Mahomes. No, exactly. I, I'm not trading uh, the guy that I put on the bus list this week for, for Minnesota Wide right. Receiver. I'm not trading Jefferson, even if he does have a bus this week. But you know what? I'd hear offers for Joe Mixon. True. I'd hear offers for Derrick Henry. True. I, you know, I, I would hear offers. For, yeah. Okay, what do yeah. you got? I'd hear offers for Fournette. Sure, you know? exactly. But I'm and, not, yeah. and that might be a piece that that could help another you know team make a playoff right. push. And there are that's the reason why you'll be in some leagues and the league, whether it be Yahoo, ESPN, or CBS, put no trade like they they put like a block on them or something. Yeah, like, I, like I you hate cannot that too. get rid of those players. Yeah. You know which. I don't know. You, maybe it's a no-brainer. But anyway, that's a good extra point. Trades are hard, guys. They really, really are. And I, and I would suggest if you've got a, a trade that you're thinking about doing, leave it on our Facebook post, put it on our Twitter, yeah, and then share it with maybe uh, Ego on the Fantasy Football 101 show. I know you break down trades on we Sundays. We get a lot of those. We get a lot of calls so, yeah, about trades. Yeah, check yeah. them out 9 o'clock uh, on, on Sunday morning, guys. So great job. Ego's extra point. It's up, and it's good. You didn't do the real high. Hey, it's up, there, it's I good. like that. Yeah, that's good. All right. <laughs> that's going to do it for us, guys. Week 8, Season 2 in the books. Fantasy Football Junkies. Enjoy this weekend. Uh, good luck to you. And uh, sorry, not sorry, Tom Brady. Uh, remember, uh, share, our, <laughs> share our podcast, guys, on social media. And let us help you guys make your winning a fantasy league a reality, not a fantasy. Right here on the Fantasy Football Junkies, a Newhoff Media Springfield podcast.